This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast, and we are here with Chuck from the OG Pool Together Community, co-creator of Pool Together. Chuck, it's so good to have you here today. Thanks for making time for us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. So, so Chuck, uh, you yes, you being the OG, you being a Gandalf type figure in Pool Together. Could you tell me how this how this happened? How did how did Pool Together happen? Uh, what's your side of the story? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So I guess uh, Pool Together happened when Denver and I, or uh, Brendan and I, went down to Denver in uh, 2019 to uh, do, you know, East Denver and and do the hackathon and all that. And uh, we came down with an idea. We already knew what we wanted to build, but um, we heard Layton's pitch about, you know, the idea of prize pricing savings. Um, and we thought it was a great idea. So we, we uh, chatted with him a bunch about it. Uh, we still built our own uh, project. Uh, and it did pretty well. But after that, we uh, hooked up with Layton again. And Layton wanted us to build up the prototype because he did like the hackathon version of it. But it wasn't what he wanted. So yeah, we just uh, got together after that and built out the prototype and put it up on, uh, he put it up on Reddit and and. Um, I think product hunt and such. And then, yeah, it kind of just went from there. Kind of uh, found some good traction and just wanted to run with it. So so I'm going to East Denver here next week. I'm so pumped about it. Can you give me tips on how I can go to East Denver, East Denver and start some badass protocol like Pool Together? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are your pro tips on, on uh, the rest of my life and success? Please. I mean, I, I think the trick would probably be just talking to to people, but I'm guessing you have no problem uh, just getting in there and chatting with other people around uh, around East Denver. Um, I think the the best part about getting together in person is the collaboration aspect. So um, that's definitely the trick. So okay, so do I need to wear like a, a like a t like a I, I I feel like I shouldn't wear some sort of crypto t-shirt or clothing. I feel like that's too forward. That's like going to watch your favorite. That's like being in a band and wearing your own band t-shirt or something like that, right? So I don't want to do that, I don't think. Do I need to like wear a costume? Um, you know, do what do I need to do I need to like who am I looking for? Who should I talk to? The people with the crypto t-shirts, the people in costumes? Give me some strategies for like going to start a protocol. Uh, who, who, uh, do I need to, who do I need to shake down? So I think it depends on what kind of protocol you want to start. Uh, <laughs> if you want to start something fun and, and crazy, definitely wear a onesie and uh, wear your best bear or penguin onesie or what have you and, and try to find those those people. Uh, if you want to start something a bit more, I don't know, serious and, and down to earth. I mean, we were dressed pretty normally, you know, regular old t-shirts and, and such. So uh Depends on what you want to get out of it, I would say. Okay, so, so you guys, you were nondescript. You were normal. You were normies yeah. going in there. You yeah. didn't have any sort of branding or anything like that. Okay. So, yeah, I need to choose between my Wasi onesie or, yeah. you know, you know. okay, got it. Got it. I love yeah, that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so now that you – now past 2019, past starting Pool Together, uh, 
Well, first, first, actually, there's a question here. What what did you like about Leighton's pitch? Like, what what grabbed you about uh, what he said to you at ETH Dev- Denver that you're like, yeah, we could do this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's the same uh, guiding principle that we've had with Pool Together since the start, which is just how can we uh, make things better? You know, we want to use our... Um, powers, if you will, you know, programming or design or, or what have you, uh, to do good and pull together does help with that. Or I believe it helps with that. Um, it helps people that have, you know, gambling addiction and it can help you fight that off because you still get that, that gambling dopamine high, but you're just saving money. You know, you're not actually throwing it away in that regard. Um, and yeah, for just anybody who wants to build their savings over time, uh, it gives you more of a reason to do that. And uh, crypto is perfect for it because the yield, you know, we see, you know, I could get 0.1% APR out of my bank savings account, or I could do something like pool together and, and have a much more uh, interesting time with it, uh, much more lucrative probably as well. Um, and the uh, the borderlessness of it is amazing as well. We've seen some some great stories come from pool together from, um, the Philippines and, and such, just uh, more developing nations where people have been able to you know, renovate their, their house um, because they won a pool together prize. Uh, so just things like that have just been incredible along the way. Um, but that was the, that was the original, like I heard Leighton's pitch and I was like envisioning what it could be and what it has turned into. So, yeah. So Chuck, Chuck what's your specific role at pool together? Um, great question. (laughs) I mainly do front end programming. Um, so, you know, a lot of the UI react CSS, all that good stuff. Uh, I also do design. Uh, we did have Lily for quite some time doing, uh, design, heading up design, but, um, she's moved on to her own project, which is awesome. And so I have taken over on design for the meantime. Um, so yeah, anything along those lines is kind of what I, uh, focus on around here. So as you've reflected on 2019 to now we're in 2022, uh, how has it been being at Pool Together? What are, what are some challenges that you've seen? Uh, what are some victories? And, uh, and I would love to know what you see, the, if you could predict the future for us as far as Pool Together goes. Oh, predict the future. I like that. Um, let's see. Uh, when we started, it was three of us and, uh, we had a dream, but we didn't know if it was actually going to take off. And since then it's just exploded into, um, its own kind of living organism. And that's been incredible to watch because yeah, the, the entire DAO concept, um, wasn't really fleshed out back in 2019 as much, you know, there was like, I didn't even know what a DAO really was back then, for instance, uh, I just did Ethereum stuff. so. Um, we've just watched the community kind of just grow and explode and it's been amazing. Um, obviously some growing pains with that because there's all these questions around like who's responsible for what, or what is this team and what is this company and what is this organization doing and such. Um, but I think it's being handled pretty well so far. Um, everybody, you know, everybody's really, um, complimentary 
towards each other, uh, especially like on the chats and such. Like we have our Friday community calls and everybody's just so friendly and, and helpful. And um, yeah, they, that kind of resonates through the community, uh, which I think has been amazing to watch. Um, predictions for the future. Hopefully just more of the same. Hopefully we just keep growing. Um, I think what we did over the past few years was um, keep iterating on the idea until we landed on something that really works with V4. And uh, personally, I'd rather us not do a V5. I'd rather us just kind of scale out horizontally with V4 and, and try and get out to as many people with it as possible. Um, so we don't really need to iterate as much in that regard anymore. Um, we can just build on top of the platform that we now have. Um, as, as far as I see it. And uh, yeah, just bring it to the world. Keep growing. Now, what's the balance of Pool Together Inc. versus DAO? How do you balance that? What's, what's happening with them? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of talks about should Pool Together Inc. even exist now? Um, and uh, there's talks of having some... Um, I can't remember what Leighton was calling it, some unincorporated nonprofit or something, some, some sort of different kind of organization in that regard, or should there even be a company of any sort um, connected to the DAO? Uh, so yeah, we've definitely had talks about that, but I'm not sure <clears throat> at all where that kind of stuff goes. Thankfully, Leighton uh, heads up all that kind of more business kind of stuff. Uh, I personally like to shy away from that and focus more on product design and what have you. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, it's just the, the community and the DAO um, are number one at the end of the day and the governance. And then the, cor the corporation at the moment just exists to kind of push that along as far as I see it. What do you think pool together secret sauce is? Community, yeah. As I mentioned before, just like the complementary nature of our community and how positive everybody is and, and welcoming, um, I think those kind of vibes just resonate. And when people come to check it out, they actually want to stay for that reason. So uh, that's kind of what I see as like number one, and then obviously number two is the idea itself, the, the concept, uh, the smart contracts, etc. That uh, we've built um, is yeah. That's the secret sauce. Those are the two things you need. I wonder what our POAP farmer to contributor conversion rate is right now. But I think I think our our secret sauce is how we treat bots. We're very polite to bots. <laughs> yeah, I've I've noticed that a bit. Um, although I, I can never tell who is a bot necessarily or not, you know, because some people might just join those calls to get the POAPs, but then leave it running by accident just forget about it um and then they're not a bot necessarily but yeah who knows i mean i could be a bot and then what is that it's not the turing test is it where you where humans talk to bots and they don't realize they're talking to bots yeah i, I mean if you were a bot you would be a very convincing bot like oh, <laughs> that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me yeah yeah I'd, uh, I would have to do uh, some captures. We'd have to do some captures to figure it out for sure. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, okay, uh, what would your ideal pull together promo be? I'm on the marketing work, and I asked Ann this as far as like experiential marketing goes. Like, what would be just 
like you've arrived, right? Like you, you shed one, you shed a single tear. It's like your baby has grown up, pulled together, is, is, is has arrived. What would that promo be? What would that uh, campaign be? Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing is not at all my specialty, um, so I can only have an idea of what I would consider to be ideal in that regard. Um, I would say something where we can really push the message and promote the idea of having an easy way to use pool together easier than the app. Um, lately I've been kind of, uh, trying to move away from the app myself and try to like distance ourselves from that concept because it's so difficult to work with and push, um, pool together to where the people are where they're using crypto, whether that's you know Coinbase or Kraken or some centralized exchange or Zarion, Zapper, et cetera. I really <clears throat> would rather see us go to them and then the marketing campaign would just bolster that, would just push that message really hard that like, hey, this is how you can do PrizeLink savings where you are, where you do your crypto. So... So what's the kit? So what's the Canadian equivalent of a? I know it's a Super Bowl commercial, but there's got to be something specifically Canadian that's like that big time to have a commercial during the <laughs> hockey, probably. Uh, so but, Stanley uh, Cup, Stanley Cup Finals commercial for Pool Together. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I would think bigger. I would go past Canada. You know, uh, definitely on global market. What can we do? That's just way bigger than Canada. <laughs> Canada's only got so many people. So we do a pool together uh prize drawing from space from the space station. There you go. There you go. Boom. Now we're thinking. Beam it, beam it down. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. So in your Chuck, in your Twitter profile, um you're very cryptic here. You say that you do a bunch of digital projects. Can you can you enlighten me as to what those might be? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a, a bit of a tinker. Uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, I love um, messing around in Ableton Live, making songs or just doing sound design. Uh, right now, I have my Windows machine beside me rendering out an animation um, in Blender. Uh, so on top of, you know, doing like design and programming, I, I really need to to itch that creative itch. So um, that's kind of some of the other stuff that I, I work on on the side. Um, yeah, actually planning on doing some 3D promos for Pool Together at the moment. I've, uh, I've put together some, some, some good ones, but I just need to kind of finalize them before I show them. But Ooh. Should be good. Yeah. So, so what the, where can, where, with the Ableton stuff or with the music stuff, where, where are you putting that out in, into the world somewhere? Is there somewhere what? where we can go check that out? Not yet. No. Um, I'm the kind of person who I don't really want to publish just whatever. I want to make sure that it's, you know, ace before I actually put something out there. Um, so I, because I've been focusing on pool together for however many years, I haven't had time to, to polish up an album of any sort. So uh, nothing that you can give a listen to at the moment, but perhaps someday for sure. So is it like four on the floor type stuff? You doing some like trap? What do you What are you doing? What kind? Of- <laughs> it is yeah, it is electronic. Um, I don't really know what subgenre it would be. Um, 
that I, I do try to aim to make it danceable. So yeah, it, four on the floor, we could go with that for sure. Um, I mean, I, I come from a, a rock and punk background. I used to play in bands when I was younger. And uh, then I just got into modular synths and, and yeah, in the box, uh, Ableton and such, all the great VSTs out there. So yeah, just okay. a, lot of, a lot of experimentation. We're in the danger zone here because I am I am uh, just way too much into modular, and so oh, yeah. we could just start talking about that. Uh, Metropolis is coming out with an Ableton Live new firmware update from Intelligel. We can go down that, but we won't. But Chuck, let's do <laughs> let's do that at some point. If you're going to be at ETH Dev, uh, wherever we got to sit down and talk about this stuff and and collab, that'd be awesome. Definitely love that. for sure. Love yeah, that. cool. They're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, they're 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 a lot of fun and very expensive. Though you know, I just think a module is basically a transaction fee on on mainnet, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> about one and the same, right? For sure. That's right. I just try to limit my transactions on mainnet and get more modules. So, uh, what do you what are your what are your predictions for crypto this year in 2022? You gave us a little taste of what you thought where you thought pool together was headed but i would love for, for you to hear uh about your thoughts on how the space is going to be headed this year in 2022 yeah um i definitely have a very positive outlook for crypto myself um i don't ever believe in any of the the regulation fud or any of that stuff um i think the technology is out there we're going to use it people are going to use it whether they try to contain it or not, I think it's just going to explode. Um, so DeFi is just going to keep growing. Um, NFTs are obviously been insane lately, and that's just going to continue. Uh, DAOs, hopefully there's just more DAOs and more people working in DAOs. I've, I've seen countless people move from Web 2 to Web 3. Incredibly talented people too, um, you know, pouring in from Apple, Google, Facebook, whatever. It's been uh, it's been fantastic to to finally watch that happening. I think it's just going to keep continuing on that path. Um, I'm actually I don't even know if I'm not too convinced that there's going to be a crypto winter for a while. Uh, I don't think 2022 is the year for it. I think it's just going to keep growing for the moment. So incredibly optimistic and positive outlook from me at least. What about NFTs? So you you mentioned NFTs. What where do you think those are going? What do you what are you excited about? Um, I am excited about, I actually saw a uh, pyramid, like basically, uh, you know, the hierarchy of needs kind of the pyramid, but for NFTs the other day, um, and, you know, investing was at the bottom and then, you know, self and identity is at the top, uh, next to community and such. Um, I think NFTs, uh, at least in their current incarnation is really about community and really about the people, um, collecting them. Um, I have been, I've become a bit of a collector myself and yeah, jumping into the discord as well as different projects has been amazing to see as well. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of promise there and obviously it's going to go past just the cultural aspect of the, the artwork, uh, world and the, those communities and go into the actual, you know, deeds and all that, the, the, the actual NFT ownership stuff that's just going to transform the world completely. Chuck, we want you to name names. We want you to name some projects you're excited about. Like, be specific. <laughs> give, us that, give us that alpha. As far as uh, NFT communities? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just pull mine up. I'll, uh, I'll show you, or I'll, I'll run off a few that I'm really into. Um, so 
uh, I am a fan of the Chubby Corns, for instance. I don't know if you know the Chubby Corns and the Chubby Verse, but uh, they're just absolutely freaking adorable. And there's a lot of great alpha that they share in their in their channels once you uh, become a holder. Um, Exodia. Exodia has a lot of promise. It's an analytics platform. And again, when you hold an Exodia, um, one of their NFTs, you get access to their channels and they just share amazing stuff in there. Um, and that's pushed me towards House, H-A-U-S, uh, House modules. Uh, you should definitely check that out. And the Muri project. I think if you hold House modules, you also get access to Muri when that drops. So there's just a whole lot of like networking kind of effects that happen from, you know, go from one FT project to the next FT project to the next one. Um, and yeah, the communities are just incredible. It just opens up all these doors for you. So how do, how do you spell Miri? M-U-R-I. It's cool. a very kind of secretive anime project so far. Nice. The other ones are not anime, though. They're all just different styles and different, different things, right? Like Exodia is just analytics, for instance. So. Got it. Got it. So, so these are more like um, NFTs that get you into a community. Like I'm thinking of like packaged goods or something like that. Um, that like, but, but, but not necessarily like utility NFTs. Right. Well, I, I mean, I would argue that that is a utility. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, as far as utility goes, the, uh, the thing that we've been talking about in Pool Together uh, Live has been really exciting, where um, the concept of, you know, when you hold these NFTs, what does that get you? Well, we can um, delegate. We can have the, um, the owners of these NFT communities delegate funds to their NFT holders. Uh, that's just, I think that's mind blowing. I think we have a lot of promise there. Um, I'm hoping people work on that and really flesh that out soon. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be huge or has the potential to be huge for sure. So how are NFTs going to save the world? Oh, I don't, I don't ever <laughs> save the world. That's, that's too far for me. I don't think we're, I'm not that optimistic. Uh, how are NFTs going to transform the world? Um, honestly, I think that crypto and NFTs and all of the stuff in general just has the power to remove all that friction and all those positions, all those jobs that are not necessary um, and that people just milk and exploit others with. Um, I would rather just see people become their own ownership, owners of their, their, um, their savings, their their um, net worth and cut out the banks and the middlemen and all that. Um, and I think NFTs and crypto and in general uh, are one of the keys to do that. So that's, I wouldn't say save the world, but I would definitely say improve the world. Well, it's quite the paradox because I've, I've never been more paranoid now that I, until I've been in crypto. So yes, no, there are all the tools there, I think uh, for, you know, decentralization and empowerment. And, but there's also, you know, that crypto Twitter is all about these, these two, you know, people who, who got the billions of dollars of uh, Bitcoin, you know, there's always there's, there's a scammer around every corner. Mm -hmm. And there's also like, what was it? I saw a tweet that said something like the best, the easiest way to make money in crypto is to scam people, something like that right now. So there I is mean, this like, yeah, yeah there's I mean, the power to change, but then there's the power to corrupt as well.
There definitely is. And that's just, that's human nature, right? Like you give anybody a, a technology tool such as this, um, and they're, they're going to use it for good and for bad. Right. Um, but I think we're also going to see a lot more, um, methods of helping people with that, whether it's insurance or, or what have you. Um, I've definitely been scammed myself sometimes. And, you know, when you get scammed, you learn a lesson, right? You're just learning um, how to avoid that down the road. So sometimes they're hard lessons, but sometimes they're also necessary. So. Yeah, I prefer cheap lessons. Um, yeah. But there's also, there's also the, you know, on the pyramid, I, uh, the hierarchy of needs pyramid or hierarchy of NFTs is that nonprofit charitable organization uh, mentioned that sort of thing? Um, no, sorry, in the, the pyramid of NFTs, were you asking? Yeah, so, so I come from the NFT world or the nonprofit world. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and all generally the nonprofits I work with would have no clue, nor would they have any clue how to enter the crypto space, uh, for the next five years at least. And, uh, but there, there are these nonprofits like sea turtle NFTs that, that where money goes toward sea, sea turtle research. I saw that Leighton, uh, was interested in this house NFT where you would purchase the NFT and it would build a house for somebody who needs a home. Um, mm -hmm. so, th so there's this whole arm of charitable giving. And I've even seen like artists who, who will do their first NFT drop and give everything to like, for example, food, uh, a food bank in New York city. So there is this like, um, uh, I actually was a part of that. Oh, great. Maybe yeah. I saw from you when I was looking at that, <laughs> when I was scrolling did, through did, the, the Twitter. Yeah, Dimitri Cherniak's ringers work that he did. He just, he made an unlimited supply, but you could only buy it that one day for 24 hours. And everybody that bought it was donating meals to, to people in New York, which is, yeah, I think that's brilliant. I love to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I love it. And then also the uh, what I would tell a nonprofit in, in my limited knowledge of crypto, I've only been here since November, is is uh, or really, you know, full time with my attentions in, in since November is I would tell a nonprofit that if you really want to enter web three, you have to change fundamentally the organization of your nonprofit. I, I don't know if you would agree with that, but I mean, the way things that DAOs are going and even with pool together, we're seeing like, Hey, no, you, you, if it's truly decentralized, the community owns it, the community makes it happen. The community empowers uh, the work. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Would you agree with that? How, how do you see nonprofits entering? the nft or the crypto space it's it's nonprofits. it's corporations in general um I, I hear it a lot from games and the gaming communities um people saying you know triple a uh developers and, and all sorts of indie developers probably won't have a very easy time breaking into crypto um because uh they're so set in their ways and their their structures have grown the, the way they have um the best route to getting into it is probably to start something from, from scratch. Um, so that's definitely what I would recommend if somebody is looking to break into Web3 in, in that regard and start something new. Um, yeah, the existing, the existing Web2 and the existing structures that we have don't necessarily line up very well. I imagine there's, there's some that could make that migration, but it'd be very challenging, I would imagine. Okay, so I would love to hear about your greatest success and your worst failure in the crypto space? 
Okay. Um, <laughs> greatest success is definitely pulled together, hands down. Uh, you know, when we started, um, so Brendan and I um, were contracting in Web2 when we met. And uh, eventually we we're just like, oh, there's something going on here. You know, 2018, we're like, oh, we need to look into this. We need to figure this out. And uh, he found Ethereum and, and figured out how amazing it was. And so we started freelancing down that road. And um, so that's great. And and got some uh, some Chubbyverse friends already. That's awesome. Chubbyverse friends are adorable. Definitely recommend jumping on that. Uh, getting distracted by the chat here. Um, so yeah, Brendan and I uh, did some freelancing on a project called MedCredits. Uh, they also went by MedX. Um, they raised under the 2018 ICO. And uh, yeah, we built out a telemedicine platform for them and nobody used it because nobody needed telemedicine on crypto at the time. Um, but that was, a, that was a good success. And then that brought us to working with Open Zeppelin. Um, and so we built out um, some stuff from Open Zeppelin, uh, something for the gas station network there. And uh, eventually that brought us to meeting uh, Leighton and gave us the experience we needed to, to really build up what Pool Together is. Um, so that's, that's the success. That's the, the main success. Failures. Um, I mean, I guess med credits and MedX was a failure, but it wasn't our project. You know, we were contracting on it. So um, it didn't really go anywhere. They raised a bunch of money and I don't think it really went anywhere. So that was interesting to see. Interesting to see the, the failures from the 2018 ICO space. Who didn't survive that? Uh, I've also been working on IPFS lately, trying to build out um, more decentralization for Pool Together. And that's been very challenging. I wouldn't say it's a failure, but it's probably the most difficult thing I've done uh, so far with Pool Together. It's just been quite the challenge. So. Well, thank you for being vulnerable with us. Uh, generally, people share investment wins and losses, and I love that you're a builder. And so we yeah. the same, that, that side of things. Yeah, builder, builder uh, number one, investor number two or three or whatever down the road. So uh, let's, do a little, let's do a little lightning round. Sure. Bitcoin or Ethereum? Ethereum. What's your crypto guilty pleasure? NFTs. <laughs> Who's your favorite follow on Twitter? Um, Layton. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. 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 Always uh, listening to his notifications. He shares some good stuff. Wow. You have the bell on for Layton? Yeah, definitely. Dude. That's I mean, late. Lay Layton is our, our, you know, main avenue towards the business side of things too, right? So I, I keep on top of things that way. That's right. Okay. All right. I'm going to turn on the bell too. I suggest yeah. everyone does the same. Not financial <laughs> advice. Yeah. Favorite DAP besides Pool Together? Oh, um, I mean, Zapper, I guess. Uh, it's kind of a DAP, you know, they do. You can make transactions on it. So that's the one I'm always oh. looking at though. Pause lightning round. Tell me, tell me about Zapper, why you love it so much. Uh, it's simple. It's easy to use. You can group your accounts together and then see your, your overall um, you know, balance and what you're holding, all your NFTs, everything like that. But you can also interact with various protocols through it. 
uh, find best farming APRs, et cetera. So Zapper's just really rad. What what do you uh, what do you think they they should how should they pivot or what do you think they should, that would totally be not Zapper but totally Zapper? How they should pivot, but not you sorry, know what? just dream, <laughs> dream dream dreams for Zapper, please. Uh, wallets, mobile. Okay, yeah. which they're going there, right? Uh, I've heard rumors, but yeah, I, I don't rumors. know. A, a yeah. whisper of a rumor. I mean, they were also doing like a lot of game type stuff where you'd like you can get volts and sync them and get nfts and stuff which is pretty fun but it was on mainnet so i'd rather mm -hmm. buy euro rack modules um yeah. and then uh <laughs> okay uh favorite chain and why oof um i mean uh, i would say avalanche lately just because that's uh you know i'm in the pool together on avalanche and polygon and, and the avalanche pools brought me more prizes for some reason, so Avalanche, I guess. Um, but looking forward to uh, Arbitrum, Optimism, Macy, um, anything ZK. So yeah, on those lines. Okay, so you said Avalanche first place, then you mentioned Optimism, and then you said any of the ZK stuff. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, I have not won on Avalanche, but my main my main pool. My avalanche and my main pool are on the same wallet. So does that affect me in some way? Like I can only win two prizes at pool together, right? Per draw across mm -hmm. both. Across both. Yeah. 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 There's okay. some sort of like numbers. People have done the math on how to split things up to like optimize it. Big deposits. Yeah, exactly. Win the most yeah. prizes. I don't know. I haven't paid much attention to that. I just threw some money in. And yeah, totally. Some things, so yeah. Yeah. And I and I wrote a song about Avalanche, but I can't even remember it. <laughs> like uh, I, was I think like, was that was you, hey? I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the animation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about being together <laughs> on Avalanche. Yeah. On Avalanche. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Uh. What's What's your favorite moment in crypto? Now, this is different than the question of your wins, but what What do you think? Like in the whole cryptoverse. What stands out to you is like that was awesome. Um, hmm. Nothing stands out. I feel like it's just insane every day. I mean, it was just yesterday where, you know, this random couple was trying to launder 3.6 billion in Bitcoin, right? Like that happens, that kind of stuff happens all the time. <laughs> And I think that's that's pretty monumental. It's it's really entertaining and, and yeah. So um, a lot of good memes come out of that stuff as well. Okay, so this couple was your your favorite moment in crypto. Then that's what's going down in this podcast sure, yeah. industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least one of the tweets following it up that somebody had edited together. The FBI trying to track them down, and it's it's just her rapper video. It's just yeah, amazing stuff like that. Somebody posted a TikTok. I don't know what reality is really, but somebody posted one of her TikToks <laughs> where she like admits to stealing the Bitcoin, like uh, to to you know. Wow. But, but I was like, there's no way they had a TikTok filter where it would be like, did you just steal billions of dollars in Bitcoin? Yes. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah. All right. And then, um, and then, uh, what do you think the worst moment in crypto has been? Oof. Um, 
these are the hardest questions. There's been so many, so many negatives, probably whatever the biggest exploit is, you know, so far, um, or any of the, any of the exploits where people are losing a lot of money, where it's just like an internal job. Those are the worst where it's, it's just people actually scamming people and, and trying to make it look all good and great. Um, you know, a lot of people I know in Canada lost a lot of money to Quadriga and that whole scam. And then I just heard last week that that guy surfaced again or one of those guys and uh, was connected to MIM and Spell and, and all that. And that's just, it's just lousy. Yeah. There's a lot of unfortunate things that happen, but there's also a lot of fortunate ones. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was talking to my, uh, to, so I work in a church and the organist at the church, I was talking about crypto and he's like, I had no clue. He was even, even into crypto, but he was part of the ledger hack. And, uh, and I had, I had like seen some tweets of just how deep it went where they would, you know, they took the shipping information from ledger and then they were able to get in people's, and it was just so horrible. Yeah. And then I immediately couldn't talk to him about crypto anymore because he told me about how he got rugged. And uh, he's like, I'll, I'll eventually get back into it. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. So yeah. I'm not going to talk to you about this because I'm excited about it. So I'll, I'll leave you alone now. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that experience as well. <laughs> My uh, physiotherapist's husband got, got rugged in, in Quadriga. And I was like, oh, all right, let's talk about something else. For sure. That's yeah, unfortunate. Um. So, so... Let's go back to pool together then. And as far as like um, in DAOs, do you, Chuck, do you have any thoughts about DAOs? And it, I saw a tweet the other day about like somebody saying how DAOs can't accomplish anything and name a DAO that has, has created something that's worthwhile. Um, and pool together seems to be really big into their DAO, right? We've got a good thing going here. So what are your <clears> thoughts <throat> on DAOs in, in, in product and, and how we can move forward, especially with pool together, but just in general in the space? Uh, is it like a utopia thing where we're just like dreaming and singing Kumbaya and it's really actually not going to work or there is a way forward for DAOs in the space with product? Yeah, the way I look at this stuff, um, I, I, I definitely look at it from a, maybe a different uh, lens than some. Uh, I, I don't see, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the future holds in that regard. Uh, we probably haven't unlocked those things yet. Um, or figured out how to make them work properly yet, because I would liken this to maybe 1994 or 1997 or something in the internet world, where you know I was still using dial-up CompuServe and nobody knew what the internet really was or, or what it was you know the power behind it. Uh, so anybody that says like, well, DAOs haven't done anything or crypto hasn't done anything, yeah, I mean, sure, you can make that argument and maybe you've got somewhat of a point. I don't think so. I think we've done some incredible stuff. Um, but if that's what you believe, then you, you don't know what's coming. You know, you don't know what the next 10 years holds. Uh, it's just going to be, I think it's going to be insane what we're going to see. It's going to be amazing. I love that. Okay, so um, uh, I want to talk about the, the meat space for a second. Any, any plans to attend any events, anything you're excited about going to in the future that people might be able to see you at? I've got one thing. I really don't, I'm not really big on traveling or any of that kind of stuff during the, the whole COVID deal. Um, but I am going to take the risk and go down to Mexico with uh, the team. with like Brennan Layton and, and uh, those guys and our, our great coworkers and, and just go chill in Mexico at the end of March for a while. Um, just do some team building in that regard. 
see what comes of it, get some get some R and R in as well. Uh, definitely need it through this Canadian winter uh, pandemic winter. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Eventually, I'll go to conferences and such again, but I'm just yeah waiting for COVID's to die down. I don't really want to take three flights to Europe uh, to then three flights back, for instance. So. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, you cut you cut out there for me for a second. Were you inviting me to Mexico? Is that? Uh, yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I definitely was not. Uh, it's not my trip. I think you'd have to talk to somebody else if you want to. You want to see if you can get invited on that one. I love that you pawn pawn it off on the community. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> somebody else is planning that one. I used to do college admissions, and when somebody would ask if they were accepted or not, I would always blame the yeah the committee. Yep. Oh, well, the committee decided that this was not yeah. a good idea. So that's fine. Got a taste of my own medicine. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Well, well, Chuck, I think we're about done here. Chuck, it's so good to have you here today. Thanks for making time for us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Pull Together Community Podcast. You can visit pulltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.